0: Welcome to Control-Alt-Revolt, the podcast, episode 103. I, of course, am Nick Cole.
1: And I am Single White Medusa.
0: And that was that guy's muffler. (laughs) The muffler that shares. Everybody wants to share. The government wants to care. We're the government that cares.
1: The first one ever, guys. But trust us, we do. (laughs) Even though nothing looks that way at all.
0: Nothing looks like we actually care. um, Except constantly calling you guys bigots, uh, racists, threatening your liberties, telling you that everything you post online is hate speech, removing your ability to dislike our videos that advance our... Like, first off, removing anybody on YouTube that, that thinks differently that we do. And then everybody on our side is like well okay two can play at that game we'll dislike everything that you put up there and then now today youtube's like oh to help smaller creators we're going to remove the dislike feature not the white house you know they don't (laughs) care that they're absolutely ratioed on likes and dislikes
1: and as uh luke rutkowski pointed out if any of you guys know who he is um the it's available for any content creator To make it where it doesn't show the numbers of like and dislike where, you know, so people can't see it. So clearly if it bothered someone, they could make it uh, not be that way on their account. So he's like, why are they just doing this across the board? And I think you're right. Because if the White House did that, everyone would know why they did it. And then they'd be shown to be like, um, you know, wheat cheese or whatever. So, yeah, yeah, they just have to every
0: Every, like, again, like, there's nothing in this society, and I think we're going to talk about that a little bit today, That does not convince me that we are on a path. (laughs) Medusa! (laughs) Uh, On a path towards something.
1: Yes. And uh, I mean, I think everybody's feeling that way. Um, You were even just talking to a couple neighbors today. And I, I know some of the neighbors have been like, oh, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. But I think the ones you talked to today were like, yeah, it's getting weird.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to convince all my neighbors to get the things uh, that they're going to need so that they're not going to drain my things.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. I think that's really smart. Yeah, I'm
0: basically creating a spider web of of support and, uh, you know, kind of like basically using our living space and then spidering out sort of this to the star fort type feature and telling people like, hey, you're going to need water. Hey, you're going to need power do you have a gun? You know, do you think he could be able to contribute things like that? And like, and they're like, yeah, I should do, I need to do those things. Okay. Well, here's a video you can watch. he like you. And like some people like, like are, are like, yeah, I have been thinking about this. This is what I need to do. So, uh, that would be the action step I'd tell you today, you know, in, because I think whatever's coming is coming fast. Now I would, uh, I would get your, your, your food and your water and your alternative source of power i highly recommend the jackery 1000 solar powered generator i have uh, purchased that i've tested it i've used it. It, it it will get you through uh some stuff and the sun you can replenish it with the sun you should get the um portable sun catchers what are those called solar panels solar panels <laughs> sun <Sun-packers>. catchers <laughs> and those will those will kind of help you um, have power gas is great and 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 uh uh propane is great but those are limited and you might have to commit some crimes to get those you know after a certain amount of time not that we're opposed to crimes it's just redistribution to the appropriate sources
1: exactly um, yeah. And we've tested out the solar panel part of it, even like put them out in the sun to kind of watch them together. Yeah. So we were like, okay, yeah, it's are we really say the circle
0: of life.
1: Oh, and then I think besides like having a lot of, you know, bottled water or whatever stored up, which definitely do. I like the other thing that he recommended on that video, which we got, which I think was only like $15. Um, the other like water filter life thing, straw. Yeah, because just in case things were bad for a long time and you blew through all your bottled water, you at least have this, like, filter thing, which basically you can use Almost like any water source, kind of, and and like filter it through that and it's pretty safe to drink. As in, like I think it said you could use lake water and stuff. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, lake water. water any any water. kind of water that you can Canal. find. I'm
0: not saying it's going to taste yeah. great. Yeah, But if you go and get some powdered Gatorade, everything tastes great. <laughs>
1: I think we have some of that. Yeah, and
0: <laughs> if you're like in the military, uh, we drank chlorinated water, which tastes
1: awful. That would. Tastes and the chlorine awful. is not bad for you?
0: Uh, Well, it's killing the things that could kill you, like Legionnaire's disease and everything like that.
1: That's true. I guess I'll take some chlorine over Legionnaire's
0: disease. Yeah, if
1: you've swam, you've drank
0: chlorinated water. If you've (laughs) swam, you've probably drank pee.
1: Oh, no. Well, luckily, I haven't swam in a long time.
0: (laughs) Exactly.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, things are getting weird. Should we say what we just saw?
0: What did we just see?
1: I looked away before I saw too much, but we... We're driving down so the got, street.
0: Like, and we're in a nice area of Newport Beach and Costa Mesa. And we saw a guy right at the bus stop pitching a
1: deuce. I look over because Nick's driving. And I, what I noticed was that guy is standing in like an odd position because he was sort of leaned forward with his hands on his knees. So I think that's what caught my eye. I was like, that's unusual. And then I look a little more closely and his pants are pulled down. And then I looked away because I was like... I know there's some other details that might be able to be seen and I do not want to see those. So luckily that's all I saw.
0: It's the weird thing is like, there's a million alleys here. I know. There's a dozen landscaped areas and neighborhoods and places and parks and everything like that. But he had this like creepy minor yes. 49er grin on it. He Ew. wanted you to see his contribution to society today.
1: That's so awful. Yeah. So, yeah, luckily, neither of us, I think, yeah. saw And the this worst would
0: be the it. last area I'd ever tell you that you'd see that. I know. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: It's very shocking.
0: We had an adventure today. Do you want to talk about that adventure?
1: Yeah. So, since we live in California, um, it's hard to get some of the medications that I think a lot of us have seen in the research can really help if you get COVID. And, uh,
0: and you don't want to get the vaccine. See, right. on YouTube and things like that, you've got to play these little word games that the uh, the Stasi state police mind corrupt. Uh, people want to play the jab, you know, the Vox, all these kinds of wacky things on uh, Substack. and On this podcast, you can say whatever you want and they can't ban you. You could share this podcast, then they could ban that share. But you should still try to share it. And you also might take this opportunity to subscribe to the podcast at the $5 amount or go in for the whole year. You get a break or be a foundational member. And that way we can talk about the truth in an unadulterated way without having to rely on the monetization aspects of YouTube, which is really should just be called SensorTube.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So basically, Nick and I decided, which I think, by the way, if any of you guys are fans of these medications from afar, if you, you know, if you also believe that they would help you if you got COVID, highly recommend um, figuring out how to get some for yourself ahead of time, just so you're not scrambling around when you or your loved one is sick. So anyway, we decided we wanted to have those on hand in case, you know, sign of first possible symptoms of COVID. So um, we had already kind of looked into it a little bit tried to ask a couple doctors tried to ask a couple pharmacies no can do they would not prescribe these things so it's clearly going to be difficult to achieve here in california so um occasionally i've seen one of the really awesome doctors who's standing up against all this stuff um, on their interviews a, a few of them have it seems like websites
0: if these doctors were baseball cards you would collect them and you would have a favorite wouldn't you
1: yeah the one we used might be my favorite just cuz I think his name is funny cuz his his name is Dr... Doct- I mean, it's not his website name, but his name is Dr. Marbles. <laughs> I just think that's funny.
0: <laughs> no, but your favorite, you know, MVP doctor would be
1: him. Oh, you're asking which one? Uh Dr. Zevzel- uh Vladimir Zevzalenko. Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah. He's he awesome. he
0: would be like your your most valuable card. Yeah. You wouldn't trade him for anything.
1: I wouldn't. And now he's my wounded bird that yeah. his cancer's terminal and I'm so sad, but he had the most beautiful attitude about it and he seemed like perfectly at peace with it and yeah. did not seem sad. And he's obviously fighting every day as long as he can to help kind of hopefully wake people up and help people in all this. So he's awesome. He has a
0: really simple life philosophy uh, that I actually dig and, and it's just three sentences. Um, Turn from evil, do good and live.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. So, okay. So Yes. Dr. Marbles, and the reason I think that's a funny Dr. name Marbles. is it's it? Yeah, it reminds me of that Seinfeld episode, Kramer,
0: Kramer's clown that he's afraid of, Mr. Marbles.
1: Or like, yeah, it's like a little—is it a clown? I thought it was just like a little boy doll, like a puppet doll kind of like. That would be a clown. Oh, okay, but but that looks like a little boy and doesn't look like a clown. Like he I think doesn't have like. It's a clown like, boy. Is it? Oh, okay, maybe <laughs> Mr. Marbles. So yeah. anyway, Dr. Marbles. It's not
0: Duke or Snake Eyes from GI Joe. Right. The Cobra Commander.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dr. Ben Marbles has a site called myfreedoctor.com. And it's actually what it says, although as in, they will get due a telehealth appointment for anyone, even if they can't pay for it, which is awesome. Then they they do have like a suggested donation, and so we did that. But I'm saying like it's awesome that if someone really can't afford it, like they won't charge them. So that's really cool. So actually, and I did it all through text, like, uh, text on their app, and, um, basically another doctor in his network, um, interacted with me for the whole time, all kinds of questions, whatever, and, you know, wanted to know, like, do you want this to take right now, like, prophylactically, or do you want a regimen for, like, to take at the sign of her symptoms. And that's what Nick and I wanted, is just to take at the sign of her symptoms. So then he prescribed some stuff to me, including ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, which are both like the ones that you can't get easily here in California. So then they they give you like, they have a list of pharmacies that they know will prescribe those things. And there are there aren't a whole lot in our state, but there were a few and we found one like an hour away. So we're like, well, at least we know they'll do it. We'll drive an hour. And uh, so anyway, did all that process. It was kind of a lot of back and forth for a couple days, honestly, but it was worth it because it might save our lives or a loved one. So uh, we drove out to the pharmacy today and we got all of our meds, our contraband meds.
0: We literally had to drive like into the next county and down out into the desert, like into the rough. Like it gets like you leave Orange County and you have to go out to Riverside and San Bernardino. Like, great. I love it out there. It's more people that are kind of in line with our views and values. Orange County, Riverside, and San Bernardino are sort of the rebel counties. Um, but it's a it's a different crowd out there. You got to play some heads up ball.
1: Yeah, so I think it was like if you live in a state where you it's also hard to get. I think this is a worthwhile process. Yeah. It was worth it. And now now that I know the system, like if I know anyone else around here that's looking for it, I can totally tell them exactly how to do it. And blah blah blah. So that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, but it was a whole process. Like it was a lot of things, and like it's amazing, you know, the the main oh no, we can't we can't prescribe that. We won't do that. Those kinds of things. But the people that are the pharmacy that we found, they were really cool with it. And They're like, we think anybody should be able to have whatever they want. They did. They didn't proselytize. They didn't make a big point of it. But mm-hmm. they were just like, it's none of our business why you want it. It got prescribed. But it is weird how you see corporate America running. To mindlessly enforce these policies, to no value of their own that I can think of. Like it's so weird that that government is placing such a heavy burden on private business, and it's weird across the board. Private business seems to willingly accept it. And it's like, but you know this is costing you money. You know this is costing you sales. Like even if it's fear and panic buying and it doesn't do anything, you would make money selling these things. And they're like, oh, no, we don't want to make money. It just it makes me wonder. I think about a story we'll get in a little bit later today. But what everybody is noticing in the little conversations I'm having and the things that I'm observing is the lack of sense or reason in all all the things that are happening. And you're like, yeah, but you could be selling these things and people want them and they're not hurting them and you would make money and they're like no nope, no nope, we want you to get the but you're not making money on the vaccine other people farm big pharmas you pharmacy are not making any money on it yeah you know what i mean and they're like no no we're not doing it it's it's just so it's so weird and it makes me wonder about the concept of collateral mm. and about you know a lot of the things that i think we'll talk about in a little while but let me let, just suffice it to say it was a lot of effort to get that stuff and i would say this I'd get it now if I were you. There's there's a bunch of stuff that you can get. We'll put up the math protocol thing, you know, uh, on the website, uh, on the on in the comments. And so if you if you need to kind of hunt these things down and get them, you should kind of get a regimen of it going into this sort of dark winter. Um, you you don't want to be looking for this stuff when you're sick it would be a pretty big effort. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you're wiped, if you're floor wiped like Tim Tim pool was and you know, apparently Joe Rogan, you know, black hawked in and repelled down and just, you know, like had like a MAGA weapon and he just shot like like COVID drugs out of a grenade launcher at everybody <laughs> and saved everybody's life and then Pop away. You know? I don't know. That's what happened on Tim Pool this weekend. That sounds cool. Though. But um, if you're pretty laid out like Tim Pool was, uh, and you get hit hard, I can see this being a lot of effort that you might not be up to. And then you make that decision where you're like, you know what? I'm just gonna lay down and get better, which is like the worst thing that you can do. Like I think actually, you really should keep moving around. You should try to get sun. All of these kinds of things. But I think it I think it's worth considering because I think I think we're headed into a spike of this um because they've created it with the uh, the um, you know the, the the basically the vaccinated becoming the super spreaders now the variants we're we're hearing about the super bur- the superberg superbug and then there's something called the marburg virus that's yeah, you know so got to got to look that up and research that a little bit and it could all be bullshit and it could not be true but here's the thing i would do and here's the thing that makes me concerned is they, if you if you got it right now, and I think a lot of people have had this experience, you go to the hospital and they say, well, there's nothing we can do for you, but we did test you. And there are some people having some concerns about those tests. There's some surface concerns, like especially the, the blood-brain barrier one where they basically rape your nose. Um, there's some concerns about the chemicals that are on those swabs that could hurt you. There's some sort of like, other concerns like that there are nanobots and part i don't know about that but like right now here's the thing i would say right now believe everything you're better off just being like yeah that's crazy that 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 could be a possibility i'm going to err on the side of caution because this is how disingenuous these people are athletes are dying and they're still telling the nba that they need to get a fourth booster shot um Children are getting hurt, and they're making children get booster shots. Gavin Newsom goes and mixes and matches, and he mixes with the worst one to get, which is Moderna. And he then checks out for 11 days, and they try to feed you this bullshit story that he wanted to take his kids trick-or-treating and then they try to gin up some disinfo about the Getty wedding, Getty wedding that he supposedly was at that you really can't see. Like he was there but no one got a picture of him except this soft diffused picture in the background where clearly he's standing. Okay. Contrary to reports that people are saying is that he's paralyzed and has uh, Bell's palsy. Um but then they show him yesterday at a conference. And they try to say look, he's at this conference and everything, but he's sitting at a table And it could be a deep fake and but he's sitting, you know, I mean, maybe if you watch the whole thing, he walks around. But I don't the the main thing that makes me not buy that story um, is the fact that he missed the Glasgow Superfest summit. And he was featured. I think he was featured to speak there. So he really blew his opportunity because it's at those things that they select the next president and the next world leader. And then another thing that concerns me, too, is his wife tried to tell everybody that he was spending time with his family and to leave him alone. But then she deleted the tweet, mm-hmm. you know, and I think she said so she may have given away some clue. So I don't buy it. And So when I say, like, all these things that they're doing, um, do I think that there's nanobots on the swab when they go through the blood brain barrier, go right up against it and you feel like your nose has been raped? Um No. In a reasonable, sane mind, I don't. But when I see the links that they're going to Tiffany Dover, you know, totally obscuring the truth in this woman's life and most likely death, lying about her family, putting them under, you know, some sort of threat of persecution or financial gain to lie about a person who died online in front of everybody and then all the other things that we've just talked about. Yeah, I might not put it past them to put nanobots up your nose. You know what? Maybe I'm crazy, but you know what you should do? Just err on the side of caution because there's a one percent chance I'm right, and now you have nanobots up your nose, or maybe they got your DNA for the Chinese, or maybe they inserted something that's gonna make you sick, or maybe they just used like uh, I think it was ethylene oxide that they, they some of the nurses were concerned about that swab. I don't know what that does, but I think they embalm corpses with
1: that. Ooh.
0: and now it's up your nose,
1: whoa, yeah. It was enough that when some nurses at this whistleblower nurse's hospital that when um, some of the nurses complained to HR about, hey, these swabs were tested and they have, is it ethylene oxide? Is ethylene that what you call
0: ethylene it? Ethylene oxide.
1: Um, then it, they were quickly switched out by the hospital. So yes. So, obviously, yeah. now, and then you're like, why did the hospital allow them there in the first place? Why did they not have some sort of QC? And... uh kind of test stuff ahead of time, you know? It's kind of weird. We
0: are living in an age where questions are never answered. uh, Explanations are never given. Um, It's a group of people that, that, uh, like, I don't know. Someone dissuade me from what I am seeing, which is a march towards a clear objective. Let's talk a little bit about that. But let's first talk about last night, Medusa. Someone partied a little too much.
1: (laughs) Well, we have a wine place that we like to go that's on a lake like a man-made lake that's by our house but it's really nice pretty view you get to sit outside and look at the lake and it's beautiful and I drink wine and Nick drinks sparkling water and they have good cheese plates everything like that so they finally were having a wine tasting again uh, for the first time since all the COVID stuff and they invited us and had a nice little table for two so we were like We'll we had done. a
0: great evening. We did. But the Medusa drank a lot of wine. It didn't feel so like. So then, a lot. W- then we were in the In-N-Out burger line because I need. I felt that she needed a burger to soak some of that up. And someone played a montage of Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden and all the news people lying, and like. It was hilarious. You were swearing at them and screaming at them and flipping Screaming, but you, yelling, you, I think
1: you mean. I don't, like screaming and flipping is off dramatic. the
0: phone. <laughs> like you were just having a good time.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I am Portuguese and yeah. we get riled up. Yeah,
0: you do. You do. And <laughs> it, then you just came fun. home and went kerplop. <laughs> and I had to like wake you up. I had to be like, "Hey, I think I think you should get ready for bed."
1: Yes. That's very unusual for me. It's always tastings like yeah. if i ever have an issue it. it's tastings and i think it's because um i have to drink too fast for what i like yeah. normally i pace myself out i'm like kind of a slow drinker and i think that's why i can drink and it's fine and it never affects me but like it's like you're rushed cuz like oh I got to finish cuz they're like doing the next one and then like that's no good for me so But you're
0: a lot of fun. You don't get weird or sloppy yeah. or mean or whatever. But yeah. you you do. And I don't throw up. I you just maybe feel a little sick don't. and I'm like you'll oh I'm to go down. You'll <laughs> do you'll do anything not to throw up. <laughs>
1: exactly. Never thrown up from drinking. Yeah. luckily. But you've been a
0: little under the weather today.
1: Yeah, I was like a little tired. Yeah. yeah. Not too bad. No headache or anything. No headache. So that's good.
0: Get a little Chick-fil-A, a little hangover Chick-fil-A.
1: Oh, man, that was so good because we don't usually have – I mean, once in a while we have their breakfast. I think we've only had their sandwich once or twice, and it's been a long time. It was a pretty good. So thing. I kind of forgot they how make good a they mean are. bird, really as Kramer good. says. <laughs> yeah, that was that was so good, actually. We got a spicy kind of – Did anyone
0: ever eat at Kenny one? Roaster's Chicken, Kenny Rogers Roaster's? No. Let's put that in the comments. Yeah. Did you ever try Kenny Rogers Roasters?
1: I'm sure there's someone out there and. I don't the, know.
0: I never. I don't. I think world. I've only like seen a Kenny Rogers Roasters once.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm I think, I'm pretty sure it's gone now because yeah. I think Kenny's gone now.
1: Yeah, I think that's why. The we- Coward
0: maybe, of the Kenny.
1: I don't think we had a lot around here. That's probably why we never tried it. Yeah, we like, didn't have
0: Kenny Rogers Roasters.
1: Yeah, we had like Boston Market. Was
0: it roasted or was it fried? Because I prefer.
1: Well, I mean, it was I called like Roasters. like fried,
0: so it was so. probably yeah.
1: I mean, maybe they have You ever met both? people who are know. into
0: broasted chicken?
1: <laughs> yeah. I still have never really quite understood what it was. It's
0: uh it's 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 like deep fried and roasted chicken at the same time, and the 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 pressure and the heat is so incredible you can eat the bones. Whoa. That, and it, people that yeah. it I only know of one place <laughs> and I only know of one guy. Yeah. And it didn't impress me. Yeah. But he was like, "Oh, have you ever had broasted chicken?" and I was like, <laughs>
1: I guess I see why I have it. Yeah, I guess I see why I have it. Like, would that be good for you?
0: Yeah. Sure. I bones. mean, you're not going to choke eat on the bones,
1: bones. Obviously, if they're soft enough to eat, but like, that's good for you, just in general. It's like, uh, what's in? I mean, collagen? Every Everything.
0: Everything in my being told me it wasn't good for me because, like, 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 the chick from the mama, mama's and the papas. She died choking on a chicken bone. You wow. know, like, yeah. That's crazy. I don't think you should eat chicken bones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: But, and I, I mean, I'm just guessing collagen because I know if you make a uh, bone broth, then there's collagen. So maybe. I
0: think, is, I think know. the, the, the military grade frying oils removed anything, <laughs> yeah, probably. anything that uh, <laughs> military anything that like, uh, that would actually be good for you. So. Yeah. but there are many ways to do a bird and apparently Kenny did a mean one in his day.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, I think you were starting to say that you wanted to talk about like Something we were talking about this morning, which was like, we were listing all the things to each other of like, I can't believe that there's not a civil war completely erupting yet. When, when, and then we started being like, when you have this and this and this and that. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like, if you, if you look at the discourse going on in Congress and in the Senate, and you know, I mean, just, what they are doing to the american people i am not like right now i am surprised there's not a civil war yeah i'm like i really actually would like someone to explain to me why not is it that we're incredibly polite because as a nation americans are not known for their politeness we're known for our friendliness Mm -hmm. the rest of the world will tell us tell you that like we are surrealistically creepy friendly Mm -hmm. you know like we always smile and things like that and laugh at things and they don't um but when you look at the abuse of government and the quote unquote elites, again, what are some of the things I, I as I, as I screamed out, write these down, <laughs> take these down, these car, climb to the top of that mountain Medusa and carve these in stone for all time. And you pull that like, how about an iPhone? I'm like, good enough.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we've got the Vax mandates, which not only includes being threatened with not being able to go to you know places that you want to go to but also like now losing your job i mean threatening people's livelihood that's huge so So vax mandates is
0: restricting your freedoms and telling you what kind of health like the beginning of telling you what kind of health things like you have to really think about that with the vax mandates it's not this we're all in it together and the vaccine will save lives no People with the vaccine can get sick and become worse because one, it's proven now they have a higher viral load. And two, if the vaccine mitigates the effect of the virus, which I don't know about that yet, um, then people can feel fine and feel like they are uninformed. People could feel like that they're fine to move about in public and actually infect more people. So it's not like like Newsom even had a tweet, you know, because you can tweet and not have anything required of you visually. You know, he went through these statistics. Oh, the unvaccinated are killing all of us. Yeah, right. You know, but it's like it's it, that's not the case. But like, remember, they're telling you what you need to put in your body to participate in civilian society. Like, like not your work job, but like, like you have to do this, or you can't go to the mall. You have to do this, or you can't shop at the store. You have to do this, or you can't see Brian Adams. Who wants to see Brian Adams? Mm-hmm. Um those kinds of things and it's like okay maybe like if this virus would have been i don't know worse and actually killed people like it really actually didn't remember we were promised 25 percent death toll uh that back back in um 14 days to flatten the curve Mm -hmm. does anybody know how many days today is to flatten the curve i I looked it up
1: i do because you posted it today
0: (laughs) 606 (laughs) days to flatten the economy yeah. And uh, that's really what it is. So. um, OK, so so maybe the vaccine like let's pretend the vaccine really was dangerous and you do. We all needed to get that vaccine and everything like that.
1: You mean let's pretend the virus was the virus. Really
0: dangerous. Yeah. And so now let now we have opened up the authority precedent of the government to determine our health. You know, like, yes, you could make arguments that that has has come before national standards and things like that. But really, we are heading towards Sarah Palin's death panels where they're going to say, like, listen, you know, you've had a good run at 52 and and you were injured in the military. And and, uh, you've had a lot of you've had. Listen, you've had more than your fair share of health care. Remember, these are the people that all talk about fair share and they don't even talk about fair share anymore. They talk about equity. So then what does equity mean? They say, well, you know, and you're white, too. You've you've had a better life than Trayvon over here. Uh, not the one that, that tried to murder George Floyd. Um, this Trayvon, you know, he he he's black and 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 he he you know he got to go to free college and he got all the breaks in business because black people are awesome and all these things that we're being told now. But there's still equity, and so y- you're not going to have the hip replacement, but but Trayvon is because of equity, not equality. Equity, and I I'm not diminishing any races here. I'm talking about actual racism now where people are starting to say color and race determine what you're going to get. It just happens to be the different colors now. They're playing For the people who fought racism so badly, it's funny how they embraced it so quickly.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, and then there was also the fact that you also, I think, discovered today uh, the specifics that our money is now losing 1% of its value every 30 days. So we've got that going for us.
0: Yeah, I don't understand. Like, that right there, I'm like, like, do you, like? I mean, like, let's just say that one more time. All the money that you have right now, every 30 days, it's losing now with this sort of super runaway hyperinflation. And believe me, we're not even rolling yet on how bad this is going to get. But already at this stage right now, your money is losing 1% of its value. So give that 30 days uh 10 months 10 10 cycles 12 cycles let's just go with 10 cycles for ease and um you will have lost if if i get it right you will have lost 10 by by this time close to next year you will have lost 10 percent of your money so you have to remember like there's already inflation and there's taxes and all these kinds of things so like Take all the money that you have right now and just reduce that by 10%. That's where you'll be next year. And that and we're not like so like if we go with three years, like let's say we go with two more years or really we've got three more years of Joe Biden at this rate, you know, that the the inflation stabilizes at that rate. It doesn't get worse or anything like that. By the end of those three years, all of your earnings will be reduced by 30%. New guy comes in. Maybe it's Trump. Maybe it's Michelle Obama. And he wants to continue <laughs> the policies of uh, Joe Biden. So uh, or it's Trump and he's like, I'm going to make everything great. Am I going to do this? And like Trump did have that way of fixing things pretty quickly. So I think if he got back in charge with the economy, he could kind of kick it in gear within six months and maybe you don't bleed the whole 10 percent. You bleed another 35 percent by the end of this just take all the stuff that you have and reduce that by 35 35% meanwhile housing has gone through the roof cars are unobtainable everything is being priced out business like I mean in a static situation this is really bad but there's no such thing as a static situation there are only entropic uh, situations or momentum situations so momentum we get better Entropic things get worse and fall apart and Can anybody like, does anybody listening to this right now feel that in any way, shape or form things are getting better or that someone with any kind of sanity or adult reasoning powers or who likes us or who wants to help us, you know, instead of like hurting us at the pump, uh, saying that, you know, you'll have no coal by this time, like all the things that they're wanting to do are going to make this 10% inflation per year look like child's play. The reason they're trying to destroy the dollar so that they can move us to their crypto.
1: Exactly, and then you've got, you know, parents are terrorists if they oppose um, evil things being taught to their kids, and yeah. they just want it, to protect it, their kids. Yeah, if you
0: don't want this creepy stuff being taught, you know, or you just you don't want your kid shot up because you don't believe in that, you know, the vaccinations. Um, they're terrorists. Kyle Rittenhouse trying to defend his neighborhood terrorists. Anybody who agrees would disagree. Like a, a rep today posted a meme uh, about atta- uh, Ocasio-Cortez. And now that's terrorism. And everything is terrorism. Everything we don't like is terrorism, terrorism, terrorism.
1: Exactly. Um, then you've got uh, the government is at war with at least half of us. Like literally yeah, a- that, That's
0: That's under like, the terrorism. But yeah. you know, you add all these things up.
1: And then one more. more.
0: What Did I have one more?
1: Yeah, you had one more. Neighbor informants. Oh, yeah. That
0: was the big one today. That was the one that really pissed me off.
1: That's why I saved it for Um,
0: last. Apparently, Biden's vaccine mandate is going to rely, according to CBS News, on a neighbor informant program. So basically, all the Karens are being weaponized to be in your business, knowing what you're doing. And, man, you make the slip up of saying, yeah, I'm not down with the vaccines or someone in your neighborhood finds out and that's that's forced to drive that that's being used to make us all fear to drive us underground to be silent about it to act to criminalize your personal health freedom and he's going to apparently so uh, what i would say is we should completely abuse this we should report everyone we don't like we should report businesses that are you know, like we should like okay starbucks the biggest bunch of assholes you ever met um, every time you go to Starbucks, just go in there and, like, go fill out a, a report saying like, Hey, all the employees at Starbucks were talking about how they're not vaxxed at this Starbucks. Like just make OSHA go in there and close Like that's like, that's what they would do if it was, if it was us. So I think we should add, if there is sort of, sort of like, if this, um, informant, you know, Stasi secret police thing happens, we, you should spend a, at least an hour out of every day abusing it. You know and uh, you know inform on everybody you don't like you no know, well, you know just create all chaos. The lefties like the like. only way to break that is to create so much chaos that they can't use it
1: yeah that's
0: true. so I'm not saying it is a revenge thing or anything like that I'm just saying like if you don't want it used against you what you need to do is use it so that it, it, it it's so swollen and broken that they can't like it's another leftist like wouldn't it be great if like goody Karen could wander around and she'd be like oh the Smiths aren't vaccinated. I should report them to the authorities and maybe they could have a session with them and and counsel them about being vaccinated. You know, not knowing that it's, it's going to be a van. It's going to be some sort of police. Um, it's going to turn into a situation. You know, like it, it's it's like when you add up all the, those things, how are we not in a civil war right
1: now? Exactly.
0: Your money has been destroyed. Your freedoms have been destroyed. They are trying to destroy your health. They are turning your neighbors against you. They are preventing you from working. The government hates you. Look at the shenanigans of the FBI. You know, and I think we're going to talk a little bit about something. Was there another topic that we...
1: Not that we discussed, but I have another couple notes if I need them. But. Yeah,
0: I think we're going to move into, like, a crazy thing that we heard that was kind of interesting. But, again, it goes, like, and, and I'm going to say 75% this is crazy. I'm going to turn on a little H-E here because it's getting a little hot in the car.
1: And to translate, that is air conditioning. <laughs> in Italian. <laughs> in the Italian
0: way. H-E. You know, I turn on the <laughs> Um.
1: Um...
0: But, you know, look at the Rittenhouse trial and look at the emotionalism. Today they tried to put video games on trial. Uh, there's an ar- there's, a, there's a realistic argument being made that this prosecutor is attempting to create a mistrial mm. so that they can try Rittenhouse again, which goes back to that when this sort of deep state overstate wants to get you, they're going to get you. When they feel like they're losing, they're going to throw the game so that they can get another chance to get you. This is a group of people who like routinely practice lawfare in which they will use the law as warfare to destroy you economically and professionally. That is not right. You can have a disagreement with the government or whatever, but the government doesn't have the should not have the unlimited, unrestricted ability to litigate you to death at no cost to them because that's a state employee doing that, a federal employee doing that. There's no cost, no burden to them. But you incur tons of money defending yourself. And if you don't defend yourself, then you're going to owe tons of money. Like, these things have to change. And I really have to say to all of us, like, what value are we getting out of the government? We're not getting any. Now, I know what's coming. And I know where we're headed. And when I say I know, I suspect. But you're going to get there. And I think you know what I'm going to say. And I'm not going to say it. Because, you know... There you go. Maybe I'll say it behind on a paywall, but it's coming whether you like it or not. And you are going to realize the necessity of it very soon. Maybe you'll think about some of the things that we talked about today, which is what value are you getting from government? Um, Look at how they are waging war on you, on your health, on your profession, uh, on your money. You know, there's, there's not much left they can hurt you with. If you're waiting for them to come down the street and round you up and you know shoot you up and take you off to death camps that may happen may not need to happen they may so destroy and demoralize your society that your children kill themselves you're hopeless there's no food at the trader joe's or any of the other markets the jobs are all collapsing and the money that you hold as a medium of exchange is worthless and when they set up some sort of FEMA camp and say, hey, you can come down here and get a new passport and you can get a turkey dinner and a bag of rice for the rest of the week, you'll take it. They don't need to come get you. If they keep going with this attack, and this is an attack on American people, that's what this is. I'm going to call it here right now. This is like the most inflammatory thing I'm going to say in this podcast. This is an attack by this government on, on the american people it is an attack on america and if this attack continues with these things war on your health war on your money war on your freedom war on your ability to work
1: war on your kids
0: war on your kids if these things continue they don't need to come round you up they're you're going to you're going to be so starving and so emaciated you're going to the FEMA camp you will get the tattoo you will get the ID. You will get the bag of rice. You will get the turkey. And when they say, "Hey, you need to go down to Santa Monica and clean up," you'll do it so that you can get the rice next week.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but you were starting to talk about the the thing that is maybe crazy, maybe seventy five percent crazy yeah. that we, that we saw.
0: Why don't you talk about it first, and then I'll I'll, I'll touch on the points
1: should I say what the headline was yeah, that drew me in because yeah. the headline was one of the sho- Again, most shocking things I've ever seen
0: this is like this is the ongoing Pizzagate child sex tunnels Mick Martin thing like I don't know but I do think I have I have a person in the writing community that I think does know and I'm I've finally heard enough of these stories that I'm going to give her a call And I'm going to say, hey, can I have a meeting with you? And I I just like... Because she knows a lot about this stuff because that's her jam. And she's a wonderful person, a very sober person, a nice person. And I want to say, like, here's what I think it is and here's what I'm hearing it is. And, like, because you're so involved in this, like, what is it? What's the truth? But since we're doing, you know, the Franklin Children's Scandal and the McMartin Tunnel Scandal... And the Pizzagate and all of these things that we've kind of like been a recurrent theme through this podcast because children are super important. They're the most important. Like, and if this stuff is going on and remember, there was just a freighter busted down in the port of Long Beach with children and dead children on board shackled and being brought in yep. for what purpose? For who? Who knows? Well, they weren't immigrating on their own. An eight-year-old in Vietnam doesn't get up and say, "You know, I'm going to immigrate to America today. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to I'm going to chain myself up in a freighter and drink out of fifty-gallon bilge, you know, uh, drums, and uh, lay among dead kids. And when I get to Long Beach, I'm just going to get off the freighter." No, that was organized by somebody for some reason. So the Medusa found a headline, and it led to the Stu Peters show, and so we watched that. And I think you have to take everything with a grain of salt. And I think you have to consider that anytime you get into this subject with a victim, that there's going to be a, I'm not going to call it mental illness. I'm going to call it an amount of mental damage. But there were some things that I can verify. And there were some things that were warnings to me. So what was, or, or not warnings, but signs that that weren't like hmm this is interesting you know like uh, this 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 isn't crazy
1: right yeah but the
0: things she was saying like on the surface crazy
1: right but then she didn't come off as crazy necessarily you know you weren't like damaged this girl's crazy. incredibly damaged yes
0: and but you have to remember like when people are full on in mental illness i mean like they like the mentally ill sometimes can really Make a coherent argument for their worldview because they live it. But there there were a few tells here, and I don't know that it's necessarily 100% the truth of what she's saying. I think her mind has done some damage control to kind of get her through stuff. But then there's a couple of things in there that I'm like, well, that's something... That's worth considering.
1: Yeah, that maybe fits with some other yeah. little tidbits that you've. Because it
0: again, it's like what what bothers me about not MDMA, but what's the drug? DMT. DMT is that people who keep taking it keep experiencing the same hallucinations. Yeah. And that that mean that that's a that's that's an indicator of something.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, so um, what was this headline that drew you?
1: It says victim colon. Quote, Biden, comma, Obama raped me. Powerful elites, celebs, demonic sex abuse ring. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, not As in a salacious be. way, but I was just like, what in the world? Like, I have to see what this is. I yeah. have to see what she's saying.
0: So what does she go on to say?
1: Well, she definitely has a an extremely tragic life story. Um, but she seems to be in a good place now, thanks to God. But, I mean, unbelievably awful. Like, basically, she had the worst mom in the world. And I think, did she say, starting when she was four, that her real mom started trafficking her out? Because she said her mom herself, like, her actual mom, would sleep with powerful people, um
0: to the local police chief yeah. and these people and like okay so
1: to get stuff whatever, so we've heard that up.
0: before in the franklin children's scandal and then there was the guy who went on to become a marine became a lawyer who's now one of the big sort of uh trafficking advocates and he said yeah at four years old i was taken to a truck stop bathroom at midnight and five people five different people including a woman molested me in the stalls Whoa. and he said that went on until i was 11 years old Yeah. So I've heard, and he was a sober, you know, like I said, marine, lawyer, all of these things. But, you know, like, okay, you know, just putting all, like, again, it's like the DMT thing. Patterns begin to emerge.
1: Right. So so her own mom is doing this and then begins to traffic out her own children, at least when this girl, starting at the age when she was poor. I don't know how old her siblings were. So basically her whole life, her whole childhood is nothing but that kind of stuff. She eventually ends up in foster homes and has more bad experiences like that. Um, And then somehow like a pimp gets involved and starts trafficking her. I didn't, she wasn't really clear about like how that came about exactly. But I mean, obviously she has no one to... Uh, advocate for her because she you know she's a foster kid. Pimps
0: can find people like that but if she was being trafficked at that age she was in what we understand okay so going back again using pattern recognition we know that pedophiles are networks you Mm -hmm. know you can go I think out of the Franklin Children scandal you can see that guy who kept going to jail time after time and was able to idatically resurrect his mailing list every time they took it away from him because that's what these things do. They form networks. They're yeah. almost like cancer. I mean, they are cancer, really. Yeah. But they immediately form networks and begin to spread. So if she was introduced into the network, we know that guy kept card catalog files on everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that. again, it's amazing the obsession with data that child molesters and abusers have that also Facebook and social media have.
1: Exactly. So, basically, I think once she's a teenager, this pimp starts then trafficking her to, like, Hollywood Hollywood elite parties of where this kind of stuff is going on. Where she
0: then makes a claim that there are tunnels under every city. She goes really far. She says there's... And she'd been in a lot of schools. She says, there's tunnels under every school. They lead to... She repeatedly said, there are tunnels that lead to cemeteries. Okay. Where have we heard that?
1: Oh, that's why. Because she, well, she said under schools, under cemeteries, but the cemeteries you think is yeah. so they can dispose of like if they kill any of them, probably or the
0: satanic. Uh, yeah, she she did say that like people eat children. I was like, oh, and gosh. she said, but there are vast underground tunnels and cities. She kept repeating, "There's every method of transportation that you can think of down there." Yeah. So that was that was interesting. Um, uh, this, the, the school tunnels, well, that takes us back to McMartin. The school tunnels takes us to the Finders, which is a documented case. The, 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 There have been multiple allegations throughout the years by children who have been molested that talk about the tunnels in Washington, D.C. So this tunnel thing keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. Pattern, pattern, pattern. We're only a little bit into this. And patterns are starting to emerge. But I'm telling you, when you listen to this person, we'll post the video. She's damaged, you know. But but damaged people, you could discount them. But damaged by what? Damaged for what reason? Sometimes you have to translate the signal that's coming through. You have to to find out, okay, what are they really saying here? Because sometimes what people are saying, from an investigative or interrogational standpoint, we might say... um, They don't even know what they're saying, but if you listen closely enough and you watch and you put the patterns together, sometimes you can put together more of the story than they actually know. So I'm just saying patterns, patterns, patterns. Then she talks about the Getty. The Getty is, you know, again, it's connected to Newsom and Nancy Pelosi. It's the Getty oil in LA. There's a massive museum on the Hill that overlooks all of of Los Angeles. And I enjoy going there. It's one of my favorite places to go. When people come to town, I take them to the Getty because I like to look at art, and they have some Rembrandts, and and you, it's always very interesting. It's a, it's a visually breathtaking place, and all these kinds of things. Um, there's just one really weird thing that you always notice when you go to the Getty, and like you you block it out because it's so weird. But when you get off the tram that takes you up to the Getty, and then you start walking up the stone steps to go into the first doors you know and start going through the getty buildings and everything like that there's this thing that you see and it's really weird man
1: yeah you tried to like you asked me if i could recall it and like it took me a second and then you kind of were like you know right when you get off the tram it's kind of like one of the first things you see it's very prominent it makes
0: you pass by it but to normal sane good people you go oh uh yeah that's weird
1: yeah, so it's a statue of a little boy who's naked, like a naked little boy. Maybe like, I don't know, a 6-year-old kind of. But age it's,
0: or not, it's not yeah. it's not it's not an like a cherub.
1: Yeah. Or it's a no.
0: real little boy and he's naked and he's got his dangle out there and it's just it's, it's weird. weird. It's weird and it ruins your trip and so you shut it down and you have a beautiful day and you look at Rembrandt's and You sit in the cafe and get a nice soup and a French sandwich and someone drinks a glass of champagne, Medusa, you know, and you have a nice magical day and you block out that supremely weird thing. But remember, in all of these things and the more I think there's some other subjects we've been kind of researching um, and especially we watched a video with a girl giving an eyewitness account about the Travis Scott thing. Yeah, yeah. And she was talking about the black magic aspect and how they they have to they get more power in their worldview when they tell you the game up front and you fall for it anyways. And so is that the naked statue that's kind of really weird and obscene? And then this girl who probably has never seen that statue, she you know like or or whatever, but she tells you that they're big secret societies under the getty and that they're molesting kids and tunnels and things like that and you're like in the first like you could put anything there. You could put mermaids with boobies. You could put like, you know, a guy, a Roman soldier, you could put a minotaur, that's what I would put. A big stone minotaur up there. Or something like there's so much art that you could put there. Mm-hmm. But they put this naked boy. And you ha- there's no way you you could not you can't get to the museum without going by. They want you to see it. Yeah. And it's weird, man.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um. Let's see. What else was she? So, I mean,
0: uh, Joe you know Biden I... and Barack Obama.
1: Yeah. I mean, Joe Biden and Barack Obama, she mentioned Steve Tyler, Steven Steve Tyler. Tyler. Um, Aerosmith. Um, yeah. Steve. Steven, Steve. I've
0: really been into it this one Aerosmith song because uh, they have a lot of great songs, but it's this one, Uh, Let Go. Or was it Let Go? It's. Uh, some good podcasting. <laughs> okay. I can't remember the name, but let go is a big it. part of it. Okay. And I like it. Like, when I'm working out, like, there, because this part, there's this chanty part. Weird how all the chanty parts, you know, and then the Travis Scott stuff. But, like, at the end of it, he goes, let go, let go, let go. And I, I just like that because it reminds me, of like, hey, let go. Yeah. yeah. Let it go, Nick.
1: Exactly. You know. Um, and... She even said, "And Michelle Obama, who's really a man." So I don't know. I don't
0: know. <laughs> I don't know. But have you seen them traps?
1: Tra- oh, tra- <laughs> what? Are, what? Uh, what? Do you, what's the full name of that? Trapezoids. Okay. Yeah, because I was gonna say trapezoids. I'm like, don't no, you wait, that's a like
0: shape. a medical billing class where you had to learn anatomy.
1: I don't remember getting to that word though, because I didn't do it the whole way. I decided not to do it. Was but- it you?
0: Medical billing wasn't you.
1: Yeah yeah I was trying to look for a job that could have like flexible hours too so you could for my opera, opera group. Group. yeah
0: everything was opera when I met you it boy sure was. was it
1: it sure was
0: you would practice like eight hours a day
1: yeah pretty much you
0: were obsessed
1: I was obsessed um
0: and you I, did good you performed at the highest levels and were a professional and
1: kept
0: yeah. kept me and writing machines and
1: yeah. yeah thank you God. it worked out well um so I don't know like it, if this is interesting and I don't mean like interesting to you I I think it's that I think that we should always take this kind of stuff seriously well, and maybe we don't know for sure exactly like is it all true I don't know but like we should at least listen to stuff
0: it's, like this. it's worth listening to because okay so she claims that Joe Biden raped her repeatedly and bought her and she claims that Barack and Michelle and many other celebrities were involved now this could be sort of A mentally ill person making you know surviving the damage that was done to them by lesser people let's say like just you know normal people in the sex trade if you can even say that by by making themselves seem more important and more valuable by adding celebrity and things like that but if you pay attention to the interview excuse me that was a coffee burp She does the one thing that people who are lying can't help themselves do. In that, sometimes she's asked things, well, who's behind this and what is it, and she goes, "I don't." Um, not knowing, you know, is is one of the most powerful things that, that you can do in this society. So, we we're we're filled with a society right now of bullshit artists who know everything about everything, and they what they don't know, they lie. I mean, just look at. NPR and MSNBC and CNN lying about the Rittenhouse trial oh he had his hands up when Kyle shot him you know just filling in the details with lies that serve them when you meet someone who's willing to tell you I don't know keep that person in your life because that's someone who's going to tell you the truth And, and look at your own life and examine it when you don't know don't make up an answer just say I don't know and now you can now you can get to the heart of the truth but sometimes telling a convenient lie, or just filling in the sound, or just wanting to keep up the conversation, that can cause so much confusion and obscure the truth. And like right now, as your money disintegrates, and your jobs dis- disintegrate, and your freedoms disintegrate, about the only thing that you, the the only thing that we have going for us right now is the truth. We possess it. Um, But we've got to get more of it. It's the it's the weapon. It's the weapon that we can use to defeat them because they are liars. So there were the there were the patterns through all of this that that set off warning bells in my because I knew that statue. And okay so now she's talking about tunnels. okay that keeps coming up in a lot of different things since the 1980s repeatedly, by victims, by investigators, investigators who end up getting blown up in their planes, investigators who end up being told, go look somewhere else, but don't look here, investigators who are interested in pursuing the truth only to have the FBI show up and say, oh, we investigated it, and there's nothing to see here. Yeah, the, the FBI investigated themselves, and there's no crime. Again, patterns. The FBI keeps showing up. She says the FBI in many law enforcement higher up types. And she says there's good cops. And she says a lot of them are involved in
1: this. Not a lot of the good cops, but meaning. no,
0: like the hierarchy and stuff like that. And so, okay. So does, does Joe Biden molest a girl, you know? Okay. Well, his daughter says he did. Does Barack Obama do it? I thought he would molest boys. I don't know. Um, do they, do they like to do these things? She says they do it for power and for satanic magic. She says that the adrenochrome thing is real because they think it's a fountain of youth. She says she has friends that are dead. I don't know. Again, all of this is crazy. But we'll go back to the beginning of this podcast. Why are the corporations... Who are in business to make money for their shareholders, to increase their own profit share, to increase their bonuses, to the people making the decisions at the highest levels. Why are they complicitous in this? Why are, why, are, why are they turning down the Ivermectin money so that you're forced to get the big pharma shots? Why are businesses driving customers away unless you like people that would give them money for a cupcake at Susie Cakes like me are not going in there now because of the policies? It's not the vaccine like the vaccine and the mass. The story has changed since day one over and over and over and over again. Businesses are now shuttered like you've never seen before. The supply chain is like corporate America is taking it on the chin. And when you ask the workers on the front line like I did last night at Trader Joe's. They wouldn't, do the, they wouldn't do these things. They want their companies to succeed. They want their jobs to go on. There's a lot of employees who really care about their companies. But the decisions, as we know, are being made by the higher-ups. These are higher-ups who could be taking their bonuses and buying, like, third or fourth houses. Or, or they could be getting yachts. Or they could just be growing their company and, like, going to the shareholders and say, you know, keep me in power. I'm doing good here. Look at this, you know, performance. But for some reason they're making decisions to go the opposite direction to serve the government that's apparently giving them no cash no rewards or anything why are they doing these things well now we get into this whole like child sex trafficking thing the rumor on the street is that they invite you to parties if you're a normal person in some sort of power or who will soon be in power identified as sort of an up and comer and you are invited time and time again to uh, partake in forbidden pleasures. Probably, you know, something here, smoke a joint, you know, or here, have an affair with a supermodel. There have been people that have admitted that these offers have been made to them and they have said no. Um, there are other people who've said, in the case, I think it was of the Franklin scandal, the one guy who. Was actually complicit in the abduction of the kid and he showed up at the mom's house years later and and everything like that that guy he said he was there and he said how it's done is like they'll take a politician they'll drug them at a party they'll put them in a room with children terrible things will happen it will all be recorded and then that evidence will be used to control that person for the rest of their lives. And then maybe they've gotten a taste for it, or maybe the forbidden. I don't know. But the only thing when I like I was saying at the very beginning of this, if you if you look at all this stuff, a lot of the things that the government is doing make no sense. Why are they driving up our gas? Why are they destroying the supply chain? When I have a feeling like I think i bet you Donald Trump could fix that supply chain problem in about a week. Mm-hmm. You know, be like, I got everybody in there and I told the Marines to go up there and they're directing traffic and the National Guard's moving trucks and I'm paying bonuses. And then I went over to my friends over at this corporation. I told their truckers to do like he did that kind of stuff. I bet like, and you know, I bet supply chain problem could be fixed really easily. I bet all of us would go and pitch in like and we should like if there was some kind of leadership, we should all go to the ports and help out. We should like maybe we can't unload. But maybe we can move like, you know, box cars, and we can move uh, uh, trailers or we could help watch the side streets to guard that stuff. Like the the American populace could get involved if there was some leadership and we could make this happen. Maybe we could stay off the interstates and and let the trucks have like, you know, increase their speed for their delivery time and like have hours where like hey don't drive on the 10 between these hours like that's me who knows nothing thinking up a few ideas that like that we could actually increase the supply chain but you don't have any of that kind of leadership you have joe biden rage pooping you know so that so that he can do whatever you have nancy pelosi per- presiding over hunger games weddings and calling everybody domestic terrorists they're handing out the stiffest fines on the insurrection 41 months in jail for the shaman You know, all this going after Kyle Rittenhouse, they're lying Uh, Pete Buttigieg, Buttigieg, the transportation secretary, the guy who's in charge of all this is talking about racism, you know, and how black kids and Puerto Rican kids couldn't get to the beach. But he's not talking about the fact that the shelves are empty. So that's willful. Now, why are they doing those things? And then you go over to the medical component and you see that they're telling people, like, I listened to a nurse today. I know nurses. I know that people are being forced to leave their jobs because they won't get the vaccine because they've actually worked on the vaccine injured and they don't want that for themselves. But they say, oh, no, no, we know it's going to be a dark winter. Drink of coffee.
1: Yeah, and some of them have religious
0: uh, Yeah, religious. Well. Like, whatever it is, we know the healthcare system is going to be strained, so let's strain it some more. Mm-hmm. Uh, the money thing. Oh, money's bad? Is it time to actually fix money? Should we not spend more money on ridiculous shit and giving ourselves stuff? Should we start paying down our debt? Should we be fine? No, let's spend more. Let's break it more. I was shocked today in the state of California to find out 784,000 people are still waiting on STEMI. They need to be working. The stimmy's over. The money doesn't mean anything like we just talked about. So why are they making these decisions? They make no sense. The only answer that makes sense to me right now, when I really think about it, is disregard. uh, George Soros doesn't have enough money to pay every CEO, every executive, all the people that it takes and he doesn't want to. He uses it to form, buy newspapers and form opinion and do all these things. Bill Gates doesn't have that kind of money. Maybe they have a lot of money, doesn't have that money. But if you've got a photograph of somebody doing something horrible with children, they'll do anything that you want for the rest of their lives to not lose their rice bowl. Can anyone tell me differently? Is there another reason why there would be so much insanity in the medical process the court process with our freedoms, the health process with our hospitals, the financial process with what is going on in corporate America and business. Why are these people trying to destroy us? And it takes me back to what I said earlier. Why are we not in a civil war? They're clearly trying to harm us. They are the enemy. Just like, please, in the comments, tell me how I'm wrong. You know, say, oh, they're not the enemy. They're trying to help. And they're just ignorant and they're just dumb. I I would have believed that. But now I see a pattern of I'm, we're, they're driving us to this conclusion, gaslighting us to this conclusion, removing your freedoms, removing your money, pushing you to the wall. It's either they want you to blow up or they're pushing you into a trench where they're going to bury you alive. And how do they get the people to implement this? Collateral. And where does the collateral come from? It comes from girls like this. And her story. We will put it on. You listen to it. Everything I said is true. She's damaged. It's a crazy insane story. But when you use the pattern recognition. And you consider the why of why it would be done. Because remember you're a good kind decent person. And you would never do these things to children. So evil is so often unfathomable. But if you wanted to get everybody to do what you wanted to do and it was evil and it was to destroy everything wouldn't you get the ceo of pfizer or the ceo of trader joe's or any ceo of anything major company wells fargo nordstrom you know all the corporations that are that are that are doing like all the work of the government to strip of us, strip us of our rights and our money and everything like that. Wouldn't you get some collateral on them? Wouldn't w- then? Then they have to do it. You don't even have to buy them. You don't even have to profit share with them. You don't even have to give them some of the spoils. You just say, "Hey, how'd you like everybody to know what happened that time?" So I don't know, but it's worth consider- Considering all this stuff will be in the comments, and that is the podcast.